Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. People often take quite a holistic approach to the word confidence. They believe it's this attribute that you either have or you don't. You're either a confident person or you're not confident, you're self-conscious and insecure. But as with many things in life, this tends to be an oversimplification of what confidence really is. I mean, you can be confident in many different areas. You can be really confident in your work and in your ability to do something, but you might have terrible social anxiety when it comes to your confidence with meeting people and your ability to operate in social situations. You could be someone like a radio presenter who is really confident with their voice and communicating through that medium, yet be petrified of being on TV and, you know, have self-confidence issues and self-image issues with how you look, and that be what saps your confidence. In reality, there are tons of different ways that we can have our confidence taken from us. For some people, getting dressed up and having the right outfit on is a way of them embodying confidence. It gives them confidence to be appearing in a certain way. For others, it might be getting themselves to a certain financial status so that they're secure and confident in their ability to provide for their family. And a lot of the times we can view ourselves as not confident. We can view ourselves as you know self-conscious people because we constantly hear the negative self-talk that we give ourselves constantly. And you know, in ourselves, we're not sure because we hear every, every little thing that we say about ourselves and the way we treat ourselves. And we know all of our little insecurities and everything that bothers us. And that is what screams loudest. We are most aware of the things that we hate about ourselves. This can then lead us to believe that we're not confident people. And unfortunately, this can have a knock-on effect. You know, if you believe that you're not confident, it can sap away your confidence at other things. For instance, if I know that I'm very confident at work, but then have to give a presentation, all of my insecurities that are about, oh, I don't want to do this presentation because people are going to think I'm silly and don't know what I'm talking about, and then everyone's going to know that I'm this complete joke at work and I can't do anything that then reflects back into my work. And I think, well, if I'm so scared to present to people and I can't communicate my work to people, well, it must be because my work's bad or I'm not good enough or I'm I'm not as good as I thought I was. And there are tons of different ways that our lack of confidence in one area can have a cascading effect to other areas in our life. For me, for instance, I'm not that bothered when it comes to social situations and talking to new people. I find it quite easy to converse with different kinds of people and strike up conversation about something that, you know, we're going to have mutual interest in or I try and extract information that will allow me to converse with this person in a certain way and get on a topic that they might enjoy talking about and that I would, you know, enjoy talking about too. This also means that when it comes to doing things like job interviews, I don't really mind as much, even though I kind of have the typical imposter syndrome when it comes to work. I still know that even if I'm in an interview situation, I'm able to kind of have a conversation with someone from a human to human level. And then hopefully I can kind of talk my talk myself into bringing out my work and what I've done and, you know, hopefully get my ability to kind of show through. But if we have that same kind of confidence that you would think would translate into meeting new people, well, I have absolutely zero confidence when it comes to introducing myself to someone or getting involved in a group that 
I don't have an in with. Like, let's say there was a new group of people that were sitting there that were doing something that looked fun. Maybe they're doing a sports activity or talking about a topic that I'd be really interested in. And for me to go over to that group and introduce myself and, you know, try and make a new friend that way, I I just, it petrifies me. I have no confidence when it comes to that. Once I'm in a group, I can talk, I can make jokes, you know, I can converse with people just fine. But that thought of that fear of rejection, like going there and then them either like, I don't know, thinking that they're going to laugh at me or hate me or, you know, just ignore me altogether, like... All of these things build up in my mind and then I have absolutely no confidence when it comes to introducing myself to someone. And this really limits my opportunity to be effective and my ability to kind of seize opportunities that are presented to me. For instance, I saw this lady walking down the steps the other day and she had a huge bag with her and it was quite an elderly lady. And I saw her wait at the top of the steps and kind of look down the steps and I thought, oh, she's going to struggle with that bag. And in my head I was thinking, oh, don't ask because then, don't offer help because then she might think that you don't think she's able to do it herself and maybe she wants to kind of do it herself and she'll feel like you're looking down on her or like she's unable to do something. And all of these kind of insecurities about myself came up and... It took a lot for me to just kind of get over something so trivial and just say to the lady, oh, would you like me to take your bag down for you? And she said, yes, please. And that would be a big help and took the bag down and she was ever so grateful. And it just like in that moment, I was just thinking it was so silly to worry about something so small for so long. Or it wasn't it wasn't long, but it was like, you know, 10 seconds of where I was like, oh, my God, like frantically thinking all these things about whether or not I should ask and offer help. And it got me thinking that confidence really limits or accelerates our opportunity to be effective and our ability to do things. If you are very self-conscious, if you can't put yourself in the line, if you fear rejection, if you fear getting something wrong or being mocked or laughed at, you miss out on so many opportunities you could have had, so many interactions that you could have had with people, chances to meet new friends, new people, chances to have jobs and do activities that you've never done before and do new things, experience new things. And if you can't bring yourself to do these things and can't get over these hurdles of confidence that get in the way and work, actively work to develop these areas of ourselves that we know we have self-consciousness and doubts in ourselves and confidence issues, we will miss out on things in life. And I don't want to let my confidence issues get in the way of me doing things that I want to do anymore. I want to make sure that when that little voice creeps in my head, and I know that the thing is right. Like, if you have doubts about doing something, it may be valid. But when you know your intentions are true and you're doing something for a good reason, you can't let fear get in the way of that. You can't let your confidence issues and your insecurities get in the way of what could be an amazing thing, an amazing opportunity. And I think it's important to identify these different areas of ourselves that we don't feel secure in and not just say that we are either confident or unconfident. Not just kind of dump ourselves into this bad barrel of people that are insecure and too frightened to do anything. Actively look at where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, where you need to fortify and where you need to improve. Because I'm almost certain that there are you're not 
self-conscious in every area, that you have zero confidence in absolutely any area, you will have some facet of your life that you can have a starting foot on to recognise that, you know what, okay, maybe I'm terrible in social situations, I'm awful at presenting my work, but when it comes to talking about a book I love, I can talk forever if someone will listen. And you can expand on it from there. Don't see yourself as this defected goods. Don't alienate yourself from other people. A tendency I have as well is to kind of see everyone else as perfect, like they have no flaws, that they don't have insecurities, it's just me. I'm the only person who has all of these crippling fears and doubts and insecurities going on in my mind and that you know everyone else just seems to find it so easy to talk and everyone else has their friendship groups and all of these people are interesting and are able to talk to each other and do these things. Why can't I do it? And a lot of the times we just don't realise that that's not true, that we're not in that person's head, that we don't see things from their point of view, and that a lot of the times we're kind of just in our own head instead of experiencing things from that person's point of view. So instead of doing that, instead of viewing yourself as this kind of broken person with all of these problems, and that everyone else is just fine, you know, see yourself as this person who has areas to work on, break down this confidence issue or these insecurities into what they actually are, these specific things. If you have a body image and that you hate certain things about yourself, you know, what is it? Is it your nose, your weight, your face? Like, you know, don't just treat things in their entirety because it's very hard to then solve that problem. If you you know, if if you identify the root cause and the problem, you can then work to kind of love that area of yourself. You can work to love that specific area of yourself. Whereas if you're just like, oh, I hate my whole image. I hate my whole, the way I look. Because then you're just going to see a whole problem and you have no idea how to kind of solve it or fix it. The same with any kind of confidence issue. If you just say, I'm not confident when it comes to speaking with people, or I'm not good in social situations, well, are you good with certain like-minded people? Are you good when you're in a specific event? Like, if you're just super into books and you're a bit of an introvert, are you good when you go to book club? Are you able to talk to people then? Is it that only in party and club scenes where typical extroverts stand out, are you then more introverted and don't have the kind of confidence to be out there? Is there certain scenes where you're more confident than others? Are you able to identify which kind of situations you tend to feel more nervous in, more self-conscious. Once you start to do that, you can then start to identify a problem, a pattern, something that allows you to then work and develop at it, rather than just seeing this whole confidence issue. I see a lot of times now people are kind of just accepting, well, I'm an introvert, I'm self-conscious and insecure. And it's fine if you are an introvert, if that's what you genuinely are, it's fine. But many people are kind of saying to themselves that they're introverts when really they just have some self-confidence issues and they're not able to work through those. And rather than kind of go through the pain of trying to resolve some of these issues and get over these hurdles that these confidence issues are providing us, you know, we just kind of accept that, okay, well, we're an introvert and that's fine. And it is fine if that if that's what makes you happy. But if these confidence issues are getting in the way of things that you want to do in life, if these confidence issues are getting in the way of you being the person you want to be or getting the things that you want, then it's obviously a problem. It's obviously something that needs to be addressed and dealt with. And rather than reclude and kind of shy away and hide from being in situations where we feel bad, 
we should kind of go overboard on exposing ourselves to these situations so that we can get used to them. So we can kind of trial by fire and just work to kind of get used to feeling uncomfortable, get used to feeling self-conscious and just knowing that actually it's not that bad. Like people aren't really thinking about us that much. They're not focusing on this thing that we think that they're focusing on. If we have like a stutter in our speech, they're not focusing on that and thinking, oh my God, this person's stuttering all the time. No, they're probably just listening to you. And all of those kind of voice in your head is telling you, oh, that's what they're focusing on. And that person probably hasn't even noticed. So next time you feel self-conscious, next time you're having doubts and insecurities, take note of them. Understand why you're feeling that way, what it is that is making you feel uncomfortable and how you can either address the problem or get more comfortable with what you are self-conscious about, how you can break the cycle of these constant bombardment of insecurities and thoughts that are attacking you, and learning to love yourself, to accept yourself, to enjoy being you. Because once you do, you will find that a lot more opportunities are open to you. You will be able to execute on a lot more things that you may previously have not been able to. And you'll also notice that people receive you differently. When you hold yourself confidently, when you talk in a confident way, when you project confidence, people admire, respect, and love that. They love seeing someone who loves themselves. You know, when you meet someone who just has an aura about them that walks with a presence, most of the time that's just self-confidence. You know, they they fully embrace who they are and there is something magical about that. And you know, maybe you're, we're not ready to kind of get there, but we should be able to kind of just operate comfortably in life and go through situations and do the things we want to do without having this negative self-talk all the time. So pay attention, see what things you can work on, break down your confidence issues and understand what you need in order to feel better about yourself, what you need in order to feel stronger and more confident. And then you can begin to work on those things. Thank you for listening.